0: Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only Edgar Avila. Monday Night Raw was at the Mohegan Sun Arena in Wilkes Barre, Pennsylvania and it started off with a video package from Crown Jewel the highlight reel from all the great matches that we saw over the past weekend if you haven't already feel free to check out the full review which is episode 91 of Snug Wrestling Podcast it is out now everywhere and anywhere you listen to all your podcasts thanks to everyone that checked out the Crown Jewel sneak peek preview as well episode 90 it is now the most highest downloaded show of snug wrestling surpassing the cody rhodes documentary review and thanks to everyone that has been tuning in and just check out all of the episodes feel free to go back and take a listen what's up folks welcome back again to snug wrestling with me my name is edgar we're gonna get into monday night raw from november 6 but first i got a little bit of news for you guys on this episode so let's get into the news then we'll get into to monday night raw and remember hit me up at snug wrestling on all my social media accounts news time let's go The CM Punk return has been confirmed because there was CM Punk chants at the Mohegan Sun Arena during the Nakamura versus Tazawa match, so it is official, CM Punk is most definitely coming back now. That is completely fabricated information that I just made up just now because I did my own little research when it comes to the return of CM Punk, and I learned that most wrestling fans don't even want to see Punk back in the WWE. I got a lot of response on my social medias about CM Punk just being this crybaby and being this drama queen and this problem starter. And out of all the responses I got, out of all the comments I got, most of them were very negative towards CM Punk. And I thought there was a lot of people that were hoping and expecting to see CM Punk back in the WWE, but it turns out that that's not the case. Recently, there was a report saying that WWE was looking to Bring back Siri or Saray, and they were in negotiations to bring back the former NXT star. So, there's a lot of reports about all of these wrestlers coming back. Like we saw Carrie Sane return at Crown Jewel, Saray was in talks with the WWE. Some people even said that they would much rather see Randy Orton come back than CM Punk. So, there's also Randy Orton's return that's been teased to be at Survivor Series, and people would be good. Just to get Randy Orton back They don't even want Punk back but nothing, no word on CM Punk. It's still, he's in talks with WWE. CM Punk's is not in talks with WWE. He is and he's not. It's true and it's false. And it turns out that people are just sick of hearing about this. And they don't even want him back. Most of the WWE fans, I should say, don't even want CM Punk back. I guess I'm the only one. CM Punk has gotten a lot of heat with the WWE fans and the AEW fans. And it's been talked about over and over again over the months since CM Punk was fired from the AEW but I still would really like to see CM Punk return to the WWE even though the WWE right now they don't need a CM Punk like an AEW needed CM Punk for the ratings and CM Punk did good things for AEW can WWE use CM Punk yeah I think it would get some attention but WWE right now they're not in any need of CM Punk of his services so with that being said I can understand why a lot of people don't really care to see CM Punk back in the WWE because it seems like most people they would rather see Saray S- or Saree come back but that's all I had for the news let's get into the fun stuff Monday Night Raw Mohegan Sun Arena November 6 wilkes Bear, Pennsylvania let's go The WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins kicks off the show after a big win at Crown Jewel versus Drew McIntyre. After his match with Drew McIntyre, that was his seventh successful WWE World Championship defense by Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is in a role. He is undefeated. And Seth Rollins is very grateful. He wants to thank Drew McIntyre for keeping his word. Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins had made an agreement that neither of them We're going to join the Judgment Day, and the Judgment Day would not interfere in their match at Crown Jewel. And that is exactly what happened. Seth also wanted to thank someone else for saving his ass at Crown Jewel, and that someone else was Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn stopped Damien Priest from cashing in on Seth Rollins, and Sami Zayn is probably the only reason why Seth Rollins is still champion right now. So Seth Rollins asked Sami Zayn to come out to the ring, and the fans were cheering. Cheering for Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is still a super big baby face, even though he completely ruined a perfectly good opportunity for a cash in at Crown Jewel. Sami Zayn, in my eyes, he's a mega goof and a big party pooper, and people should stop cheering for Sami Zayn at all costs. So Seth Rollins, he's telling Sami Zayn, "You know what? I'm very thankful for you, Sami. You did me a solid. Thank you very much." And Sami Zayn says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." whoa 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 slow your roll jabroni the reason i stopped damien priest is not because i like you and it's not because you're a nice guy or because you have super cool outfits it's because i don't want the judgment day to have any more championship belts it's bad enough that the judgment day are claiming to run monday night raw and if they win your championship if they get a hold of your wwe world heavyweight championship then they'll really be running the show and we can't have that so Sammy. Sami Zayn, for his own selfish and toxic reasons, he stopped Damien Priest from cashing in at Crown Jewel. Sami Zayn and his personal agenda and all of this that he's done for Seth Rollins got Sami Zayn a world championship match at the main event for this Monday Night Raw. How freaking convenient. Seth Rollins says, hey, you get a shot. I'll give you a shot at my title. Just say when. But Sami Zayn says, no, 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 I'm good. You're not 100%. You are compromised. No, thank you. And I'm like, what? Sammy, you got to be one of the biggest mooks in wrestling if you don't say yes. And Seth Rollins basically begs Sami Zayn to take this match until Sami Zayn finally gives in and says, okay, let's do it tonight then. But it took a lot of convincing from Seth Rollins to get Sami Zayn to agree to a World Heavyweight Championship match. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What show is this? This is the opening session. How come I'm not seeing an interruption, or how come I'm not seeing the Judgment Day in this opening segment? Something is off here. Is this Monday Night Raw? Because this does not feel like Monday Night Raw. So we finished the first opening segment. We figured out what the main event is going to be. Check. But we got no interruption and no Judgment Day. Hmm. Very, very Interesting. When we come back from commercial break, the Judgment Day they're backstage chilling in the clubhouse, and Damian Priest is pissed off again. Damian Priest is always mad at the Judgment Day. He's always throwing temper tantrums in the clubhouse, and this time it's because the guy that screwed over Damian Priest at Crown Jewel, Sami Zayn, all of a sudden getting a shot at the title that Damian Priest was trying to cash in on, and Damian Priest has every right to be pissed off right about now. And Damien Priest is going to take his anger out on the New Day because the Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Damien Priest are going to have a tag team match versus the New Day. Damien Priest got his briefcase back because Adam Pierce made that thief Sami Zayn give it back as soon as Sami Zayn got to the arena. This match with the New Day and the Judgment Day was made because the New Day dressed up as the Judgment Day for Halloween as a joke, and that didn't sit well with the tag team champions. So, with that being said, Finn, are you also going to fight that kid that went to trick or treat at your house dressed as the demon i mean you should the kid showed up to your house the judgment day just showed up to your clubhouse and if you're gonna fight everyone that dresses up like you you might as well fight that little kid too the new day is taking the fight to the champions on this tag team match kofi kingston gets the hot tag kofi and xavier woods do some double team action on the judgment day but the judgment day returns the favor with some double team offense of their own and they pick up the win over the new day we get a video package from earlier that night in the parking lot where drew mcintyre got interviewed or tried to get interviewed drew mcintyre pulled up in his suv they tried to get a word from drew mcintyre but drew mcintyre got back in his suv did not say a word and just drove off the next match is a match that i never thought i would ever see in my lifetime tozawa versus shinsuke nakamura it's WWE. WWE trying to make Tozawa into a serious competitor Michael Cole was even trying to put Tozawa over by saying he's been a former champion and you can't underestimate Tozawa what former champion has Tozawa held other than the 24-7 title hold on let me google it real quick I gotta google this I gotta know Akira Tozawa is a former 16 time 24-7 champion so I guess that makes him a champion but it also says that Akira Tozawa is a former WWE Cruiserweight champion. So I guess Akira Tozawa, other than the 24 7 championship, he has had a real championship belt on his record from way before. Shinsuke Nakamura got the W, of course, as he should. And this was a short two to three minute match, but Akira Tozawa was in this match. This wasn't a squash match. Akira Tozawa did get some offense on Shinsuke Nakamura. After the match, Otis goes face to face. Face with shinsuke nakamura and nakamura retreats later on we find out that otis and nakamura are gonna have a singles match next week on raw natalia gets a video package where they highlight her accomplishments and her career and the fact that she is part of the heart family good for her natalia is getting some more attention and she really deserves it adam pierce also announces in a video package that there's gonna be a fatal four-way and it's for the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. Great, we get more multi-person matches. And the match is up next because it's The Miz versus Bronson Reed versus Ivar versus good old Rick, aka Ricochet. The ring General is watching along in the back because he is going to be facing the winner of these four. I don't want to watch another multi-person match in a while in a long time we just saw the fatal five-way at crown jewel we get another four-way and it was also announced that there was going to be a woman's battle royal later on on this show what the fuck when i said i didn't want to watch more multi-man matches i didn't mean hey let's put on a 20 person match and let's have a battle royal but we got that to look forward to later on these guys are fighting all over the place in this four-way match reed and ivar they kind of work together to take out the Miz and good old Rick and then once that's done they take themselves out good old Rick he's just flying all over the place doing flips the Miz he's just out there being the Miz being the goof as always Ivar also tried to go for the top rope and do a high risk maneuver of his own and they did it again they had to do that corner spot from the top rope because it is a multi-person match and they have to do the corner superplex spot with all four competitors and I'm telling you I sound like a broken record but I'm gonna call it every single time this spot is done in every single multi-person match the Miz fires up and gets cheered by the fans and that's a sight that I haven't seen in a long time Wade Barrett even mentioned that the last time anyone has ever seen that was when Wade Barrett was in the ring with the Miz which was ages ago what crazy wrestling world are we living in now that the Miz is getting cheered and we got a double the Miz pinned Bronson Reed and Ivar pinned good old Rick but the Miz got the W he was announced as the winner not sure how they got to that conclusion but Michael Cole announced later on that Ricochet did in fact kick out at the last second so Miz wins the fatal four-way and is moving on to face Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship but it's not over there because there is an afterbirth Ivar then attacked the Miz and squashed him with a super big Big, meaty moonsault from the top rope the alpha academy they have a backstage segment akira tozawa is going to be in a heritage cup match on nxt otis versus nakamura is taking place next week and maxine dupree is in the women's battle royal so the alpha academy they have really busy schedules this week everyone except for the best wrestler in that whole entire faction chad gable is having a match and we get more backstage action more backstage stage acting and more video packages the creed brothers officially sign new main roster contracts with monday night raw it's official the creed brothers are part of the red brand and the diy walk into the dressing room and they make a challenge to the creed brothers and the next match is a tag team match diy versus the creed brothers the creed brothers won their raw monday night debut versus the alpha academy and let's see if they can keep up this momentum and if they're a force to reckon with and if they can pick up another win two times in a row and so far so good with the creed brothers they have not been presented like goofs or like a joke tag team they haven't had any embarrassing gimmicks or any embarrassing video packages they've been presented as a real serious tag team in the main event so far and this match involves two new tag teams that recently started in the main roster and both teams came back from picking up wins last week the diy defeated the imperium so this match right here between the creed brothers and the diy can go either way Tommaso Ciampa champa picks up julius from the creed brothers and dropped him right on his head in a wrestling move a spot that looked really ugly julius had his chin tucked in during this move and i think we were really close to seeing a really bad serious injury if you guys know what i'm talking about and if you guys didn't catch this Please go back and watch it because this was a really close call. And then Kaiser from the Imperium comes out and attacks Johnny Wrestling with a kick to the head. And the Creed brothers get the win, but the DIY they got an out because the Creed Brothers beat DIY with the help of the Imperium. Jay and Sammy, they're backstage. Jay is firing up Sammy Zayn and tries to hype up Sammy for his match versus Seth Rollins. And Jay, he's such a great hype man. Jay also announces that next week jay and cody have a rematch for the undisputed tag team titles versus the judgment day let's go cody finish the story becky lynch is going to be in the battle royal and she's ready to win the damn thing but nia Jax shows up and she also thinks that she's going to win the battle royal because nia Jax is going to be in that battle royal as well the women's tag team champs they get interviewed they're also going to be in the battle royal and then shayna Baszler and Ruts because this is wwe this is monday night raw and because it's an interview there has to be interruptions every single interview has to be interrupted by someone and then we go to the women's battle royal there was like 20 women in this thing but xylee attacks becky lynch before the match and pierce disqualifies Lee from the battle royal for attacking becky lynch so we're down two women becky lynch gets sent to the trainer's room backstage Xia Lee gets automatically disqualified but wrestling logic will tell you Becky Lynch is most likely gonna do a superhero entrance in the middle of this battle royal oh I don't care if I'm hurt, I just want to fight let me go and win the thing Nikki Cross was also there too and she was just standing there hypnotized staring off into space and everyone was just looking at Nikki Cross scratching their heads because Nikki Cross didn't even try to move a muscle during This match. It was also important to mention something that I noticed that Raquel Rodriguez got the biggest pop out of everyone that came out for this Battle Royal, except Becky Lynch. Raquel Rodriguez was also my favorite to win this match. And even though Raquel Rodriguez was one of the last three competitors of this match, that was not the case. Raquel and I jax picked up Nikki Cross and just threw her over the top rope. And Nikki Cross got eliminated. Thank you for coming. Better luck next time or at least you should try there's a lot of shit going on in this match i don't even know where to put my focus on shayna and zoe starks were the last two in this battle royal and zoe starks got the win and gets an opportunity to face rhea ripley at survivor series for the wwe women's championship i was not expecting to see zoe starks win this one but i'm glad that she did let's keep pushing the young new talent triple h he's straight cooking rhea ripley has a an interview jackie redmond asked rhea ripley about her new opponent zoe starks at survivor series but again this is an interview and it is monday night raw and every interview gets interrupted by someone so zoe starks walks in the picture and rhea ripley and zoe exchange some banter where rhea ripley reminds zoe starks that i've beaten you before and i'll do it again because this is my title and mommy always stays on top and the main event. Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn. Earlier in the show, Pierce asked Seth Rollins, hey, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to defend your title? I mean, you just came back from having a big, massive match versus Drew McIntyre a couple days ago, where Seth Rollins responded, Adam Pierce, don't be a goof. Of course, I want to do this. I mean, Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, so why can't I defend my championship with a broken freaking back? Seth Rollins didn't actually say that verbatim but something along those lines the match starts off and Sami Zayn is such a great sport because he had a chance to hit seth rollins on his injured back and he doesn't do it what a nice guy too nice if you ask me where's your competitive spirit sammy once that bell rings there is no friends there is no friendly competition it's a fight and you gotta get your hands dirty if you want to be the best sammy and seth rollins were having a good old modern day wrestling Match. They had the suicide dives, the swantons, the moonsaults. It was almost like Seth's back wasn't even broken. Sami Zayn hits his special maneuver, the blue thunderbomb, and now I hope Sami Zayn wins. That way, Damian Priest can cash in on Sami Zayn and take the belt from Sami. That would be sweet, sweet revenge at its finest. Sami Zayn would most definitely deserve that after ruining Priest's cash in and taking his briefcase. Sami Zane hits a Boston Crab on Seth Rollins. Working on his back, Seth Rollins counters into a surprise roll-up and defeats Sami Zayn. 1-2-3. But after the match, the Judgment Day jump on Sami Zayn. Seth Rollins tries to help. The Judgment Day, they do what they do best. They play the numbers game. But then Jey Uso's music hits. It's just me, Uso. And then Cody's music hits. Adrenaline. Episode. this is most definitely monday night raw now there's a massive big brawl at the end of every monday night show involving the judgment day the referees the security they all come out to break this thing up and adam pierce gets the mic and adam pierce tries to use his dad voice on everyone and everyone stops to hear what daddy pierce has to say and the way that adam pierce announced this was so great adam pierce kept saying the word games i'm tired of the games you guys want to keep playing games fine if you guys want to play games and I'm like damn it Pierce just say it we already know where you're getting at just say it damn it war games so it is official we're going to be having war games at Survivor Series the Judgment Day versus Sammy versus Jay versus Cody and versus Seth so all of these months And all of these weeks of these episodes from Monday Night Raw, it's all building up to this. And this should be really good to see. I cannot wait. Survivor Series, I believe. It's at the end of this month, November 25th. And it should be really cool. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll talk soon.